0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming program author James C. Vogelzang and he is the author of Come and See, An Invitation to Reclaim Your Life's Balance. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website as well as on TV on the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. James, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing very well, Don. Thanks for asking and thanks for having me on your podcast.
0: Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please.
1: Well, I'm 72 years old. I've been married 50 years to my high school sweetheart, and I live in Santa Barbara, California. I like to tell people that I'm on my third act, the first one being my career in the investment management business from which I retired to start a prison ministry called Doing His Time Prison Ministry, and that sort of segued into Act 3, which is to become a writer and an author. I've written two books. One is a prison devotional for men and women in prison, and the other is the current book you just mentioned, Come and See, which was released in April of 2022.
0: So tell us about your book.
1: Don, Come and See is what we call a threshold book. It's a gateway book. It's a book that invites women of a certain age, probably 40 plus, who intuitively feel that they've lost their life's balance And we ask them to consider a solution for their emotional vertigo that is politically incorrect, perhaps uncomfortable, and quite possibly scary. The book invites women to come to that threshold and consider the love of Jesus as a possible solution to reclaiming their life's balance.
0: Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here?
1: Come and See is written for women who, frankly, have no use for religion. They have no use for Jesus, no use for the church. Women who have been burned by organized religion, who have never given a second thought. Women of a certain age, and I would say 35 to 40 plus. Women who have had through, you know, life's chaos, lost their center and want it back. Women who know something is missing, and they've tried many remedies, some good and not so good, but have been unsuccessful in accomplishing that goal of getting whole. And what we're suggesting is they take a fresh look to come and see, to come and think. But Don, it's critical at the same time, we're not suggesting that the love of Jesus is some sort of magic salve that you rub on yourself and all life's problems go away. It doesn't. It'd be arrogant and patronizing. Life's pain is real and is not solved with trite platitudes.
0: Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book?
1: The central message is that the love of Jesus has the power to restore life's balance. Now, as an overview, that's fine, but let me expand a little. The central theme of Come and See is that for a woman struggling with issues like self-worth, value, and purpose, that in the eyes of Jesus, they have always had value, they've always had worth, and their identity can be grounded in his love. Now, with that value, meaning, and identity. Women no longer have to look for their careers, their children, their lovers, their wealth or status to find value. They will find that they no longer have to gauge themselves by, you know, the so-called measuring tape of inadequacy, you know, and constantly wonder if they're good enough, pretty enough, or successful enough to earn their value and worthiness. It's a central to the book that women will feel truly seen not only by the authors of this little book, but by Jesus himself, which will give them a feeling of adequacy and sufficiency that comes from being accepted as they are and not from some arbitrary performance standard.
0: So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life?
1: Well, again, the single most important message of Come and See is that grace and forgiveness are real, and available to women through the unconditional and acceptance of Jesus. And that no matter where you are, what you've done, that love and acceptance is available unconditionally. And that that kind of love and acceptance will redefine your self-image. It will reset your life's priorities, and it will begin to restore the wholeness that the readers and the women that I've run into are seeking.
0: Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why?
1: That's a very insightful question because there are so many books out there. I have three, really. One is Lee Strobel's great book, The Case for Christ. Lee was a former reporter for the Chicago Tribune, an atheist, and did a really objective look at The Case for Believing in Jesus. And then the second is Josh McDowell's book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. And the third one is the really tender volume by Philip Yancey called What's So Amazing About Grace, which, if anyone has any questions about the loving nature of grace, Philip Yancey's book will answer them all.
0: Now, you're a 72-year-old male. Do you think that women (laughs) will relate to what you're saying?
1: Well, you know, it's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny. My daughter, Katie, when she heard I was contemplating a call from the Holy Spirit to write a book for women, she quipped at me lovingly. She said, Dad, you should call this book, Old Rich White Guy Tells Women How to Think. And believe me, when the Holy Spirit prompted me to write this book during you know the March 2020 COVID lockdown, I was skeptical. And I was hesitant until I was given the insight and discernment that I was not to write a self-help book telling women how to live or to love or to think. You know, women can think just fine for themselves. If I were to try to attempt to write a book like that, I better have a PhD in something, which I do not. But then I felt directed to share my experiences in real life and in prison, in the prison settings in which I've been working for 30 years, that the love of Jesus is a non-threatening, non-judgmental for women who are skeptical at best, but suffering nonetheless. So... What I wrote is nothing more than my witness to the power of the love of Jesus and the suggestion that women come and see what it's all about.
0: So how does working in prisons for 30 years inform your perspective and your writing?
1: Well, a great deal, actually. You know, I've been going into prisons for 30 years, speaking and visiting and mentoring inmates both inside and outside of prison. But speaking and being in close contact with Inmates, especially female inmates in many prisons around the world, it certainly has influenced my writing in general and this book in particular. And here's how. When you're in prison, you notice the oppression of how women in particular define themselves by their life's worst moments, their life's worst actions. And you begin to see how they try to hustle for favor, the whole works thing. And the opposite of what we're trying to say here in Come and See but also, Don, I began to witness the power of God's unconditional love and the power of the love of Jesus in women behind the walls, that the lights in their eyes came back on. That witness led me to write more convincingly about the power of the love of Jesus, having seen it up close and personal, both in my own life, of course, and in those in prison. So I would say, without a doubt, working in prison has had a tremendous influence on my writing, certainly in the devotional and this book.
0: Now, you say that this is not a self help book. What do you mean by that statement?
1: Well, Cumbency is absolutely the opposite of a self help book. Every other worldview, religion, or self help regimen is based on somebody, a woman, us doing something. We have to do something. We must reach a certain level or standard of physical fitness, you know, of mental discipline, friendships, of school involvement, dating, parenting, professional success. Uh, You know, we're even told in some of these books that a level of peace is something that a woman can achieve, and that if you do all those things, then you'll be acceptable. I mean, it's no wonder women are terrified of not measuring up to uh, impossible standards, but... What we're saying in the book is that Jesus tosses out those performance-based requirements that he offers us grace, and that this book is a book, an invitation, I keep coming back to that word, an invitation to consider the love of Jesus and a solution that demands no achievements, no striving, no performance hurdles. It's an encounter with grace, unconditional grace that cannot be bought, bargained, bartered for, or earned.
0: So in your opinion, what's the best outcome you would expect from somebody reading this book?
1: You know, there's a line from an Eagle song written by J.D. Souther. The name of the song is The Sad Cafe, and it goes like this. It says, things in this life change very slowly if they ever change at all. And that lyric has application in this book. I do not expect a person who has been hurt by organized religion, toxic parental preaching or abuse from a pastor or or a priest, to instantly jump up and become a card-carrying follower of Jesus. I mean, no doubt it could happen. I've seen fast conversions in prison. But Don, the best outcome for someone reading this book would be for them to open their minds to the possibility, just the possibility that forgiveness is real that forgiveness is available, that grace is real and available, and that the power of the love of Jesus just might be true.
0: So what was your inspiration to write this book?
1: Well, you know, seeing over the years firsthand the life-changing power of the love of Jesus, in my own life and the lives of prison, that was one of the things that at age 72 just dawned on me. Maybe it's the perspective of being this old. And as I've stated, just like the prison devotional, this book was commissioned by the Holy Spirit. There are people who are going to listen to this and not understand that, but it's a call on my heart to begin to walk this book out and to see where it would go. And so I sat down at my computer, and here we are.
0: So in your opinion, who should buy your book?
1: Well, let's see. That's a very another very good question. I would say that anyone who is who in there, any woman, primarily any woman who in their heart of hearts knows that they are really struggling with life's imbalance. That, you know, kind of the red warning light of their heart is going off and they're not sure exactly what to do about it. That they've never found satisfactory answers with all the podcasts and yoga and whatever else they've done and they are really at the end of their rope might give this book a try. And, I think the most likely buyers, however, are women who already know the power of the love of Jesus and who will be led to buy this book for a friend or a daughter or a relative or a mother, etc. I think that is who the book is for, but mostly who, who will probably buy the book.
0: Do you have a website?
1: Yeah, we well, do. For the come and see, at sevierjamescvogelsang.com. And for the prison devotional, anybody interested in that, it's doinghistime.org.
0: Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been James C. Vogelzang, and he is the author of Come and See, An Invitation to Reclaim Your Life's Balance. James, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Don. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at dot Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.